Hello, Sebastian Lucido here, and welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. I'm in Numbers chapter 15, verse 32. It says, Now while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. And those who found him gathering sticks brought him to Moses and Aaron and all of the congregation. They put him under guard because it had not been explained what they should do with him. Verse 35, then the Lord said to Moses, the man must surely be put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones outside the camp. So the, as the Lord had commanded, Moses and all the congregation brought him outside the camp and stoned him with stones, and he died. I mean, this is pretty drastic, right? But, uh, but he, he disobeyed uh, the word of God. And so he was taken out of the camp and stoned. Why would you gather sticks? Either to make a fire to be warm, make a fire to... Uh, cook something. And so this was an example. They didn't even know what to do with them. I mean, they, they had the law that you can't work on the Sabbath, but God put them to death. Now let's look at Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 12. Nathan said to David, you are the man. Thus says the Lord God of Israel. I anointed you king over Israel. I delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your keeping and gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if that had been too little, I also would have given you much more. Why have you despised the commandments of the Lord to do evil in his sight? You have killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. You have taken his wife to be your wife and have killed him with the sword uh, of the people of Ammon. So here they are. here's two different stories, both Old Testament, both men born under law. One's gathering sticks and is executed. The other one, an adulterer, murderer, deceptive, manipulative, many other sins, and yet he's allowed to live. He's actually allowed to keep Bathsheba. You know, so we have to understand this, and we have to understand the difference between even David and us. So first of all, I have a, uh, it's, a it's my words, I call it earned authority. David had earned authority, he had history with God. He he had many actions of righteousness and faith victories. His heart was toward God. He wrote the Psalms. He was a lover of God. He was a longtime believer. He, you know, did many, many things for God. And in the name of God, he saved a nation from being paralyzed with Goliath. And, and so that's called earn authority. He had many righteous actions. The same as Abraham he had many righteous actions, yet many mistakes. Even though he was in the age of promise, this is the dispensation of law. David lived in, in sort of the dispensation of, of promise. And in what, what brought that was his relationship with God. If he didn't repent, I believe he might have lost his salvation, but he repented immediately. So when we look at Jesus, when we look at our dispensation, now remember what David did. It was like a novel, adultery, murder, you know, misdirection, deception, lies, you know, selfishness, self-centeredness, you know, but his earned authority helped him because he had a relationship with God. And so he asked for mercy and he received mercy. Now, our earned authority is not through us. Our earned authority is through Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ earned that authority on our behalf and we become part of him. We become one in him. He becomes one with us because of covenant. And so when God looks at us, he sees Jesus's earned authority. When we, that's why when we go to prayer, we go in, in Jesus' name. We don't go as Sebastian Lucido. I don't go before his throne as Sebastian Lucido. I come to him 
in the name of Jesus. And I pray in the name of Jesus. Why? He's my earned authority. I'm in covenant with him. And therefore, my sins are forgotten. My sins are, are forgiven and forgotten. And so we need to understand that when you look at one sin spiritually killed and ultimately physically killed Adam and Eve, you know, and, and we see that that David committed all of these sins, right, greatly, but he had a true relationship with God. We are the sons and daughters of God, and we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We, are, we have this, this righteous standing with God that covers a multitude of sins. I mean, we should die every day, um, and, and we don't. The only way we lose this is to lose faith in Jesus and who he is and not be growing in him. David, David got that way because he's, he stopped his relationship and he was sinking, he was backsliding, he was, a, he was a prodigal. And I believe if he didn't repent, he may have died and gone to hell. But I, you know, we're gonna wait until we, we get to heaven. But here's the, here's the thing we need to understand. Jesus paid this price for us. So we have this earned authority that we walk in. And it's so wonderful because we, 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 we you know, we would lose it in a day. And we, we don't because, because of his righteousness. Anyway, that's our message for today. Three things, I say it every day. One day you're gonna listen to me. Please share this with family and friends. Please join our ministry. Let us know who you are. Give us your email address and your name. You know, watching us and liking us on Facebook doesn't do anything. They take me off Facebook. You and I are separated forever. Join us, right? You just give us your name and email address. We'll email you notes. You'll have access to our curriculums. All of our products are free to you. And then pray about joining us as a partner. If we're speaking into your life and we're joining you on your journey to know Jesus and his word, speak into our life with $10 or $25 or $50 a month to help us on our journey to grow our ministry and teach the word of God. Anyway, I pray a great blessing upon you and all that you put your hands to. And I pray that God's face would shine upon you in Jesus name. Amen.